Peace and love. This is Chris, and welcome back to More Than a Survivor. Um, I trust that your week has been well, and that you are vibing at a very peaceful and beautiful level. Today, we're joined with another guest, another survivor, and we're going to jump right in. Peace, King. Peace, peace, Queen. How you doing? I'm doing great. And yourself? I'm doing wonderful. Okay, so um, you know we're not going to give away um, your name or anything like that, and I'm very grateful that you're open to share. I feel like um, a lot of our men are overlooked um, as far as what they go through and how they get through things, so let's just jump right in. Um, tell us about where your journey began. Um, well... What really like kind of intrigued me to go on this journey as far as the spiritual journey, I've been on it for maybe a year and a half, but as far as like getting the knowledge and everything, that's something that I've been studying and looking into for probably quite some time, maybe a little over four years. But uh, it's, you know, certain things and discrepancies you deal with in your life and you start to see it as a whole, like, is maybe some things that you do need to change and there's maybe some things about you that you know people may get the wrong impression of and they think that you need to change certain things but it's actually some things you may need to enhance to get them to see hey this is not something that's a bad look for me maybe it's to you but to me it's something that you know what i'm saying i as a person have accepted. Well, what is it that that prompted you? Like, what have you gone, like, what trauma have you experienced to where as though you felt this desire that to look into self and change some things? Um, Trauma-wise, as a child, like, dealing with uh, verbal mm -hmm. and physical abuse, kind of, you know, give certain people that been down that road the notion that, man, does my family care about me? Does certain individuals really care that I was in this traumatic experience and want to help me evolve from it, help me change from it? But it seemed like nobody was there. So it was something necessary that I had to dig with deep within myself as I got older to, you know, try to heal myself from that and not make that an issue. And when, when you say verbal and physical abuse, and you, it sounds like you're saying that you kind of went through it alone. Um, do you feel like there was any outlet or any guidance or, you know, were you able to talk to anybody about it or did you kind of just have to stumble through it on your own? Um, at times I was able to talk about it with certain family members, but it seemed that they wasn't getting the big picture or what was going on and they would, well, it, it, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. You just got to find a way to, you know, try to get through it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk with you on this to help you get through it instead of, you know, tackling the situation head on and 
showing me the correct way to go about it and cope with it and heal from it. And so the root problem was never that. really dealt with. It was more like you'll get through it. Do you feel like this is something that a lot of men experience? Um, from a personal standpoint, me looking in and chiming in the other brothers' lives, maybe in some fashion they may have went through the same thing, or maybe they took a different route and became still became a better person from it. Because from this, all in all, I became a better person from it. But at the same time, I feel that I wish people would have took notice to it and tried to help me with this situation and physically get out of this situation but it felt like I was alone do you feel like we kind of glaze over the hurt and pain or the trauma that men experience because we visualize them to be pillars of strength like they can just get through it yeah I'm a firm believer in it and that's what I see a lot of days now, especially on social media, a lot of women, they think that we just these, like, you know what I'm saying, solid rocks at all given times and not knowing that we have feelings just like them too. I'm one of the ones I'm starting to, you know, take heed to women's pain and what they go through and I acknowledge it more than most would know. But at the same time, it feels like I don't get that same energy in return, which is not nothing that's gonna keep me or deter me from doing me and staying on my path or anything it's just wow like that's selfless of some women to think that we just supposed to be these tough guys all day it's a time to be tough and it's a time to kind of show your emotions and if you're not emotionally available in situations and friendships and in partnerships or relationships or whatever you want to call them how can you be there emotionally for somebody if you can't express your emotions? Did you have to learn how to express your emotions? Was that ever taught to you, or is that something you had to figure out on your own? That's pretty much something I had to kind of figure out on my own. But at the same time, like, getting closer to my mom, that kind of helped me. And I expressed it a lot to her and stuff. Okay. And... If you could go back then and kind of what would you tell you then now that you've gotten through, you've healed, um, you've built on that. What would you go back and what did you need then when you were going through? What would you tell younger you that felt like this was not going to end, like this was just the worst? Um, if I could tell my the younger me anything, it would be to... You know, stay true to the path that you're on because there's light at the end of the tunnel. Don't get down on yourself. Don't feel bad. Don't beat yourself up about the situation because it was a situation that was really out of your control. But at the same time, just try to maintain a strong feelings towards expressing your feelings and letting people know your traumas and pains. When you do that, some people will reach out and they'll try to help you emotionally, you know, tackle that situation and show you how to deal with it. Such as like, you know what I'm saying, going to therapy sometimes to, you know, talk to somebody that's a professional that could possibly help you in a 
just to keep my head up and stay strong. Now, you said you got closer to your mom. There was a point where you guys weren't close. Um, I wouldn't say not close, but it was like my dad kind of like sheltered me away from my mom because of the, due to the fact that yeah, we from the from the hood or whatever, like you want to call it. it kind of use as a pawn between your mother yeah. and your father Basically. and I feel like a lot of children go through that um, because their parents are in this dark place where they are not thinking about the child it's more to get back at the ex or to get back at you know someone that they feel has done them wrong so the child is then used um, and they become a victim to it and we see it all the time especially um, in our society, we see it. We see the baby mama drama. We see the baby daddy drama. And this profoundly affected you. So how did you then turn that into who you are today? Because it took you down a dark path. Yeah, it took me down a path to where I had, like, anger issues. I would get attitude at times, like, especially in my middle school and early high school but as I you know got to the end of high school I started to kind of like take take heed and take note to a lot of stuff and to the realization that everything is not all that bad it's just really what I make it but at the same time I still had to deal with the back and forth and when I became an adult I really started to uh you know, shy away from uh, going to uh, going to church and all that because I felt that there wasn't no way to help nobody because those people are the most judgmental people on the planet, to be honest. And I know that's nothing that, you know, most people probably wouldn't talk about. They, they probably think I'm bad-mouthing people like that. No, I mean, I that's how you feel. Like, your, your voice and your point of view is very valid. You know, that's something that you went through. And you're also a father. Yeah. Did you kind of see a cycle or a pattern that you chose to break? Oh, yes. Like the neglectfulness and the not sitting down and taking the time to talk to my child. Because, you know, some people, they believe that when your child is a certain age, oh, they don't know no better. They they don't understand. They wouldn't have ears, a brain, a mouth if they didn't understand. It's just maybe they don't understand or comprehend certain situations, but they do understand. You ask them, do you understand me? They tell you yes. Are you okay? Yes. Did did I did did Daddy tell you anything wrong? Did I harm you in any kind of way? No. I I get direct answers. They don't have to be verbal. Sometimes when they are verbal, I get her to explain it to me a few times. I don't, with my child, I don't have to. I talked to her from birth when she was in her mother's womb, talking to her like she was here. 
So you, when you experienced trauma that was at a young age, um, being kind of like a pawn in the back and forth between your own parents, you decided to break that by parenting your child differently. And you're a very active father. Yes, ma'am. I am. My daughter, she, she right here. She sleep in and out of sleep right now. But... <laughs> and that's beautiful because I don't think that um, we we have these all these stereotypes about um, men, especially our men. We um, have stereotypes of how they shouldn't cry, um, them not you know showing emotion, and a lot of our families don't really give a, a voice or um, they don't really listen to children that are going through it. And it's kind of glazed over, kind of swept under the rug. And then they try to deal with not the root cause of it, but the kind of the symptoms of it, the anger, the acting out. And then the cycle repeats again. You chose to break that. You chose to be an active father. Um, and even though you and your daughter's or your child's mother is are not together, you did not repeat that same cycle. How did how important was it to you not to repeat the same cycle? Uh, it's because, like, man, I'm one of the people that I'm always in my thoughts. I'm always in my head, but not in a bad sense. But it's to kind of clear the clutter in my head from my past traumas and past experiences that continue, that can continue to hurt me if I let it, but it don't. I can talk about it now more than ever. And it's the things that I went went through as a child, the abuse and everything, the bad mouthing and all that. And I was like, man, I don't want that for my child. So you, you learned from cautionary tale because um, I personally believe that there are examples of what to do and then there are cautionary tales of what not to do. You took your trauma and used it as a cautionary tale of what not to do. If you could speak in, you know, while you have a, you know, the platform to speak now to other men that may be going through, you know, some effects of things that they went through as a child, it, just people in general that have gone through, you know, traumatic experiences as children that may be struggling with it, what would you say? Um, first thing, like, um, just really take their time. If they are as deep thinkers as I am, just kind of like, you know, do a lot of self-reflecting, do a lot of letting go, do a lot of like, you know what I'm saying, meditations, do a lot of, you know, sitting to yourself, you know, mapping out a plan on certain things and certain habits you want to break that they say that are, are, that are passed down from parents to children. Just, it's going to get, it's going to be hard. It's going to be, it's going to be better. It's light at the end of the tunnel for us all. We all got some things to heal from. We all got transgressions. We all got trials and tribulations and things of that nature to overcome and everything. And it's going to get better. And just believe in yourself first and foremost and have patience with your feelings and people who are involved in your life too that are they're really there for you to express your feelings to them. Just, you know, take the time to let them know and they can do the same thing vice versa don't don't let the world or misinformed misguided people keep you from healing as a person and as a man and it's all right to cry for a man how important is it just how freeing is it to to 
be able to cry because as a child were you did you have that outlet to just cry I did whenever I was alone like but I man like I tell a lot of my friends and a lot of people that I'm cool with like if you really get to know, want to get to know me like I was alone a lot of my uh, childhood especially being with a single father and my dad he was one of them guys that he couldn't stay out of his own way he felt like he could never be by himself he always needed a woman because i felt he never felt fully ill from the situation with him and my mom and that really hurt him so there was a lot of pain a lot of you know the fight for you you being put in the middle only to be isolated and to have to kind of stumble through this and to learn from your father who you know, was carrying around a lot of pain and a lot of hurt. And you you did something really big and profound. You were able to release a lot of that hurt and pain and get to where you are now, to where as though you parent different, you do things differently. Um, looking back, you know, how big or how important is it to you to not hold on to some of that same pain and animosity in your relationships that you have that didn't go the way you wanted them to go? Um, in general, like if you're speaking on friendships and relationships, um, I just try to stay out of like my own way and not try to like judge people based on their past discussions and what they went through. And if we're able to talk about it, we can talk about it. I tell them, man, I'm always here. I'm one of the friends that once you we friends ain't no ain't no breaking their friendship. I'm not I'm not fake. I'm not gonna try to hurt you, harm you, steal from you, and none of it. Like I'm a real life. Like I'm the true def. I, I believe I'm a true definition of a friend. And if I do so happen to get into a relationship in the future, I'm the real definition of what a male partner should be. You know what I'm saying on the mental and the spiritual level. You had a lot of anger issues at one time. How did you find your way out of that darkness? Um, I say like, like I'm gonna go into what I said earlier about the whole meditation and the whole sitting down and just you know letting go of a lot of anger, stress, problems, trauma, and just dealing with it head on. But at the same time taking my time with it, seeing what I could improve on, seeing what I, you know, need to get rid of, rationalizing with myself, and just really sitting through it and going through it and not, you know, I can't do this, I can't do this, and just being miserable and being upset with yourself. I I didn't do none of that. I just head on, took it with the, the, the tears, the anger, the time I put into it and everything to just balance myself out. And how do you continue, like, outside of meditation, how do you continue to grow and heal? I mean, healing comes as late in layers. We're never truly fully healed. We get um, hit with different triggers that can remind us of our past tra traumatic experiences. So how then do you get through those dark days? I mean, it's good when you're on a path and everything's going right, but when you get thrown a curveball, and then you know you get literally the rug pulled out from under you you can go back to a very dark place how do you continue 
forward with forward momentum to continue your healing to continue your growth um just try not to go back to those places mentally but if i have to uh get quiet and i sit there and i take a few breaths and just sit and just remind myself of where i came from and how long it took me to get to where i am mentally and not to let nothing really deter me from continuing to grow and to continue to progress forward and know what it is and not you know how most people will take disagreements arguments and things of that nature i just learned that you know what man i'm just going to drop the whole conversation or i'm gonna let you have it because there's nothing to get mad over because it's something that's out of my control and it's not emotionally or spiritually damaging me but it may be for that person but at the same time, I won't, wouldn't want to take it there with nobody as far as that. So, I mean, coming from so much anger to so much peace is very profound. It's truly remarkable because you radiate peace. Like, um, that was that always the goal or is it peace or happiness for you? Which one do you feel you hold at the center of your being? Do you seek peace more than you seek happiness or like... How do you navigate between that? Um, I try to dif like not really differentiate the two, but I try to keep to keep both in mind. Like you know, keep love in my heart and peace on my mind. Oh, that's and beautiful to keep love in your heart and peace on your mind. And with men, like again, it was very important to get a male perspective. You know, as a woman, I know trauma from my standpoint. And there's so many different avenues and, you know, we hear about women going through it so much. We really don't hear men speak on childhood trauma, abuse, neglect. So it was very important to get a male perspective on that and how, you know, you cope with it. Because I know how, as a woman, I coped with it. And just hearing from you how you, how you get through, how you push forward and where you're going. Yeah, I mean, it's a challenge for people, and some people, they are, like, immediately ready to just jump out the window, like, okay, I want to be peaceful, and I want to be happy, but you haven't took the time to sit and think about what it is that makes you happy, what it is that, you know what I'm saying, could put you at peace. Now, being a single parent for a man or a woman would really put your mind at peace, you know what I'm saying? Knowing the fact that your children are okay, knowing the fact that you are going to be okay to some degree, and to just, you know what I'm saying, love others, and first and foremost, love yourself. Take time, be true to yourself, learn self-love, to self-heal from a lot of things. Take time to be away from people so you could, you know, get to know you a little bit more than what you've come to know. Because some people, they don't even take the time to do that. They just kind of wing it and just go with it i'm not one of the people i just if i gotta be away from my friends and people like that or family i'll just go take you know what i'm saying take a walk go somewhere sit and think out loud you know talk talk and reason with my higher self on what it is i need to work on and what it is that i need to neglect or just completely just let go i mean finding peace was your manhood ever questioned? Because, you know, for men, there's this 
stigma that, you know, you don't cry, you don't feel, you know, you protect, you provide. And for men who do show emotion, they're kind of ostracized as being weak or, you know, um, they just, their manhood is questioned, their sexuality is, is questioned. How did you make it through those stigmas and those stereotypes? Um, no lie. At the beginning of this, even before the whole spiritual journey, uh, I was getting questioned, like, man, why you, like, why when somebody say something to you, you kind of, like, taking a more, taking it, take it from an emotional standpoint, and instead of a, a, approaching it like a man, and I was like, what you mean like a man? What, don't show that you got emotions, don't show that you're human, what, you a robot? What, you somebody that don't feel or something? Like, I didn't... They couldn't take it there with me. Like, I've always been open to express myself and express my feelings. Like, you kept it very never... high vibrational. You kept it very yeah. high perspective. Even before I even knew what that was, like, vibrations and frequencies were. Like, I've always, like, just kind of stayed within that lane of them confinements of, like, a certain point of how I was as a child because I didn't care. I spoke my truth. I did what I felt. And that's what a lot of kids do. And as some parents, they take that freedom away from kids to express themselves and things. And now it's like that I show it to some of my friends. Like they, like shit, like, oh man, like you changed, but bro, like I like the new you, bro. Like you, cause you, easy to talk to you they be helping us deal with some stuff at the same time i get told it to from a lot of guys now and stuff and it's crazy so you were you were able to get to the root issue which a lot of people it takes them a long while to confront you know the root of it and even when the pattern started to repeat itself what kept you from not slipping back into that cycle like you know you found yourself in the same position that your father was in that your mother was in you know with you and your child's mother and your child but yet you were able to confront the root issue of it even though it wasn't talked about even though you had no guidance and that's truly profound can you shed some light on that um I guess it's because I made myself emotionally available to receive certain things in life, like to understand that, man, we all going to make mistakes. We all going to do things that we may regret or wish we never did. But at the same time, it's like just take it in stride and keep on pushing to be a better person, not knowing that, you know what I'm saying, at some point in time, what you doing, your healing as you take it to another level, it may have an impact on people, maybe in a negative or a positive way. But at the same time, just I didn't let what my parents had going on deter me from a lot. And especially as I got older, I looked at it like, hey, man, it's kind of their problems and they got their own demons and things they need to face. At some point, they're going to wake up to the realization of certain situations and kind of build and heal from the situation. Let's pause for a minute. Your baby needs your attention. So I'm, let's yeah. just pause. It's truly beautiful to see how patient you are, you know, in caring for your child. And, you know, to understand and understand where you came from and 
you didn't have that. You didn't have that patience. You didn't have that kindness. You didn't have, you know, you were kind of on your own emotionally. And to see you interact and how patient you are, it's truly, it's truly beautiful to see. But you're not the only one. Would you say that the perspective of men and fatherhood is skewed from what you experience in reality? other fathers out there like me that you know will take the time to like get to know their child and try to spend as much quality time with their child to build a type of bond like like I said earlier I was constantly you know what I'm saying rubbing her mom's belly and talking to her every night even when she was like we both were out work uh, do that to show that I really care and to another father that's going through it, that's going through that back and forth battle that um, may not have access to their child readily, that's going through the trauma, the turmoil, or to another parent, not just a father, what would you say to them What that you needed to hear while you went through it? That maybe if you could speak to your father while he went through it, what would you say to them to help them transition or remember what is really important? as a parent or just a person in general both what I would say is like just patience is key understanding being that living here your child a person that the family member you're in a relationship with your friend if it's something that you know what I'm saying that they they need to hear the best thing you could give them is like you know what I'm saying the, the acknowledgement is, is that, hey, it's okay. I went through some of the same and similar situations. It's a better way of dealing with it. You know what I'm saying? If you need me, I'm here to talk as, as a person. But for them to just know that, you know what I'm saying, things are getting better. We are finally coming back to a point where we can really be at peace and really be in tune with ourselves with this whole little pandemic thing going on with us being able to spend time with our families and really get to relearn that person because a lot of people think they really know their family members but you're not really spending that time that quiet is kept that is needed for y'all to understand and have a strong communication or an open door of communication to where if it is some problems that they can be hashed out reasonably like grown women and grown men but my, my, my thing, what I want to say to my brothers, man, is like, man, just keep your head up. It's always queens out there willing to, you know, kind of not really put you on that forefront, but to get it out there to where you're being heard and you're not being silenced by the ones that are ignorant or the ones that are quick to ridicule us and try to put us in the same box as the other guys that they're dealing with because women do have a problem with it, we're putting us in the same box and saying that we sometimes are not emotionally available and we sometimes don't care. And when you get a guy that finally does care, it seems like they kind of, we're kind of foreshadowed by the man 
who's strictly about business, but he, it's hard for him to show love and compassion to his family, his lady, his kids. He's always, you know what I'm saying, doing him, but he's not checking to see if everybody's okay. You know what I'm saying? Being that, being that foundation of a person that people can talk to, a pillar of peace, a pillar of, you know, understanding and gratitude that you're grateful for the situation that you're in and that you came from. But that's something that I pride myself in because I'm always, you know what I'm saying, thankful for the lessons that I'm... Did you ever speak to your father? Like, did you ever talk to your father about what you went through and get to the root of that and let him know, like, as an adult, the things that you you weren't able to say as a child? Um, no, we haven't had that talk, but I know the time is coming. And he's going to have to understand because he's going he gonna, he gonna to get a ear for but not in a way to where it causes confusion or confliction or a fight or anything like that, but you're going to have to hear me. Even if we got to have somebody to sit there and mediate because I know he don't need that. I don't need that. I'm not going to go there with you. I'm... So this is more of a statement. It's not more of a conversation. I know a lot of people, um, they feel like they need that closure conversation. And a lot of times it's not really a conversation. It's you just needing to express how you felt at that time. If you were not able to get that, do you think that would be detrimental to you moving forward? Um, if I get it, it'll be it'll be good. It'll be good. I'll still be in the same mindset and same spiritual inclination that I'm in progressing going forward. But if I don't, cool. And with your that mom, mean, were you able to have that conversation with your mom? Oh yeah, we 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 got a better understanding of each other. We know the norms and respect each other's boundaries and to be there for each other and everything. Was that a major shift for you when you had that conversation? Did you look at things a little differently knowing her perspective at the time? Because I feel like we look at our parents in one sort of way and we forget sometimes that they are human too. It doesn't excuse their actions or inactions. It just, as we get older or as we mature, we realize that as a human, they did, you know, they made decisions where they were at that time, you know? Does that give you any peace or solace or any different perspective with your mom? Um, with knowing the way that things are changing and transitioning to different perspectives and everything and what they came from when they grew up, because a lot of, they they dealt with a lot of kids and everything. Cause that's one thing I say. My daddy did tell me about his childhood and everything that how my grandfather pushed them to be the, the best that they could be, to work hard and to, you know, the standard, the, you know, the American standard we're living in. I'm learning that you can take that route, but it's gonna only lead you somewhere to where at the end you're gonna be like, man, it, it would have been better if I would have done things my way, done things to my liking put my heart and my mind first and not take somebody else's perspective and everything to, you know, shape my life. Let somebody else's uh, future mold mine and nothing like that. And just like 
understand, like, with that situation with my mom and my dad, like, my mom went through abuse before pregnancy and during and after. Wow. And she told me this, like, I, I broke down, I cried, and, like, for a woman to go through this and still be able to raise three kids and still be there for me at the same time, and I commend her for this. That's beautiful. Um, I so appreciate your time and you being able to speak. And what would do you want to leave people with hearing and knowing your story, like and knowing everything you went through and where you are now, how you heal from it, how you're at peace, how you have love in your heart. Um, what would you say to your final thing to somebody would be? How would you leave them? What would you leave them with? Just kind of like stay in a moment. Just analyze everything as it comes to you. Your future is basically unwritten, but your past is of yesterday. It's something that you can't change. You can't really go back and change that. Just kind of, you know, stay focused. Have a light heart. Be caring, be compassionate, and be open. To discuss whatever it is that you feel is needed to be discussed. Don't let nobody steer you from you opening up and expressing your feelings, expressing your pain. And just don't think negative. Don't think everybody's out to get you or out to hurt you, out to harm you or shame you for that. Just be you. Just be open to receive your blessings when they do come because when you, you get to the other side it is it's a lot peaceful and it's a lot you know mind fulfilling and it's not traumatic or you're not dealing with none of that you are really at peace you're really at home you're really at balance well i so appreciate you and to anyone out there that you know that is going through understand that there is light on the other side you don't have to live in the perception that people assign to you. You don't have to, you know, succumb to the labels that are put upon you, that you can be peaceful no matter where your origin was, that it doesn't really dictate where you go. You do. Um, having loving your heart, healing, dealing with things. And for our men, that you can speak, you can be emotional. It is Okay, and to get to the root of things, to break different patterns, to break different cycles so that it's not passed down from generation to generation. Have those conversations. Listen to your children. This has been an amazing experience. I'm truly grateful for you, King, and being able to speak because um, I feel that there needs to be more opportunities for men to really speak on how they go through things and what they need um, to get through. So uh, peace and blessings to everyone who's listening and we'll see you back on Sunday here with more than a survivor.